Welcome to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. This podcast by Kevin Paneskis, also known as the Property Soldier, covers all aspects of serviced accommodation and how to make it a profitable and sustainable business. Kevin started investing in property in 1991 whilst serving in the British Army and now owns a multi-million pound property portfolio and serviced accommodation business and is a best-selling author. And now your host, Kevin Paneskis. And so the main focus of this talk is that Gary's going to help you maximise and make best use of your time on social media, effectively to turn that time into money. Can we get a massive round of applause for Gary Das, everyone? Morning, everybody. So thank you, Kevin. Thank you for the team for obviously giving me the opportunity to talk to all of you today. We're going to be talking about social media, the fun stuff rather than the mortgage stuff. Um, But the main goal of today is to make sure that you maximize your time on social media. You don't waste your time on social media, but actually you get to your end goal and outcome that you really want to. So give me a yes if you actually feel like social media is a bit of a chore. Yes. Yeah? I want to try and make sure with five steps that you can get clarity and you can ultimately build your business in the most efficient and time-saving way. So to give you a bit of context, kind words of Kevin, yes, I have generated seven figures in course sales, in mortgage brokering, and I've built a team of now about 30 people. Um, But if we go back to 2015, I had no social media presence whatsoever. I absolutely hated the fact of seeing Friends, family, woe is me stories, cats on skateboards, you know, all the boring, monotonous stuff. And I actually did nothing at all. But I built a seven figure insurance brokerage that I fundamentally absolutely hated. It kept me emotionally drained, mentally trapped, three days back to work after my first daughter was born. And I saw an opportunity in 2015 when I'd had my most profitable year in business ever. I went to my bank and said, I want to move home. And they turned around and said, no, you can't because of the way you earn your income. Well, I've been doing mortgages since 2003, had to diversify because of the credit crunch. And I'm a bit of a dog with a bone, don't like taking a no. So I sat and phoned 180 lenders in three days and basically found a whole opportunity to downsize. We, we basically put an offer in the house on the 17th of July. We moved in in the October. I told my team of 15 I was downsizing and starting all over again. And this is kind of a lesson for you all. Fake it till you make it. January 2016, I opened up as a mortgage broker, calling myself a self-employed mortgage expert, having done one mortgage. And that was my own. So it's often the thing that you've done is what you've got to realize, particularly with social media, is you only need to know 3% more than somebody else to technically appear like an expert. That's the crazy, crazy thing. So you all on this journey of SA, whether you're at the beginning, you're halfway through, or you're a seasoned professional, you know somebody more, sorry, you know more than somebody who's one to three steps behind you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah? So what I want to talk you through, I'll give you this, and you want to write these five steps down, is we're going to walk through each of these five to make sure that you understand where we're going. So number one, is audience. Number two is channels, because I'm a huge fan of not wasting time and being hyper-efficient. Number three is lead magnet. Number four is conversion. And number five is follow-up. So number one, 
Audience, what's the word? Audience. Come on, let's do that again. What's the word? Audience. Cool. Make sure you're all awake. So the most important thing when it comes to audience now, there is so much noise on social media. You know, everybody's doing reels. Everybody is doing um, content. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're on TikTok. You feel like your life is a drain because you need to be 16 people on 16 different channels. And it's just not possible. You know, there are people who have teams that manage this stuff. I'm fortunate now that I've got a content writer, I've got a video editor, I've got a graphic designer, but I didn't have that when I started. And what had the fastest result was just how I started, which was to know my audience, self-employed business owners. So what I want you to think about and what I want you to write down is if you were gonna target one particular audience, and imagine writing a social media post and putting, if you are a, what would, you, what would you classify? It could be a job title. It could be a specific industry, maybe one that you've worked in in the past. You know, I see a lot of people in NHS who are now obviously helping people in the NHS to build property portfolios. To stand out on social media, you want to be able to call out that person. So if I turn around and say, you know, if you're a self-employed individual, or if you're a doctor, if you're a dentist, if you're someone who is fed up of working for the man and you're bored of actually sitting in your nine till five job and you want to build a passive income that can support your lifestyle, someone who understands that and actually resonates with that is immediately going to put their hand up, metaphorically speaking, and they're going to know that post is there for them. Does that make sense? Yeah? So that's the key thing is don't try and be all things to all people. And an analogy I like using for this is supermarkets. You know, you've got Morrison's, Lidl, Aldi, Sainsbury's, Tesco's, Waitrose. I'm a Tesco's shopper. Well, they deliver once a week. Um, but it doesn't mean that if we fancy a bit of a nice meal and we're in town, we might just pop into Marks and Spencer's. You know, they know their demographic. Their demographic is very, very different. And the price that they charge and the service that they provide is very different based on that audience and that demographic. But it doesn't mean that you still don't work, you know, you still don't do work for others. 32% of our mortgage clients are employed, even though all of our front end marketing, if you look at our website and everything, is literally specialist and self-employed. Because you get people who have been, you know, the, the weirdos on social who send you a DM saying, I've been watching you. And it's all a bit freaky, but they've, you know, 90% of people will never like, will never comment, and will never you know, interact with you, but they're always watching. And that's the key, key thing. It's the consistency of actually just showing up to that one audience that will make you stand out. Has anyone heard the saying, a confused mind doesn't buy? Yeah? And that's one of the key things, is a confused mind. If you're constantly chopping and changing, almost your headline and your, you know, your audience grabber, your awareness side, then people just don't know where they're being pulled pillar to post. You don't technically stand out from the crowd. You just end up falling into a mix of looking like everybody else. So your audience and clarity around your audience and who you want to help is the most important start. You know what it's like? If you build a house on weak foundations, what happens? It falls down. So we have to make sure that your foundations are strong and you've got to be consistent for the next 90 days, the next 180 days, the next 12 months talking to that one individual. You know, Kevin's an expert in SA, because what does he all talk about? Say it again. 
Exactly. So you've got to do exactly the same thing and find your audience to get that cut through. All good? Yeah. yeah? Perfect. So number two, channels. What's the word? Channels. channels. So this is the vital one, really. Once you know your audience, it's then about time leverage. Now, I used to focus solely on Facebook, and I did, I did no social media until 2016. I then started to post once a day. It then grew to a couple of times a day. It then became June of 2016. I started doing my first videos. And do not send your first videos to your significant other because the brutal honesty seriously puts you off doing it. Um, I've still got the WhatsApp messages and screenshots as well. It's horrendous, but it reminds me of where I was. Um, and then if you have fear around video, which I did, I did 30 lives for 30 days in the November. And the thing is, is anyone who trolls you, anyone got, you know, girls or boys WhatsApp groups? Oh yeah, my friends took a picture of me and turned me into a babe station theme. So it's like, it doesn't get worse than that. But slowly but surely, the more you're consistent, it's the fact that they can't do it too that makes them want to banter you. But the more you do it, actually, by the time, as you start going through, they go, I can't believe you've been so consistent with this. How are you managing to come up with the ideas? How are you keep talking about the content? So it's actually just picking one particular thing to get yourself started. Because if you master one channel, and they all work so differently now, Facebook is massively different to Instagram. LinkedIn is completely different to Facebook. Reels or TikTok is completely different to Instagram Reels. So find one that you can focus on, one particular channel. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Clubhouse potentially, but just pick one of those and master that one channel because how you interact with your audience will get you more results. The second thing with regard to channels is making sure that there's three ways that all audiences absorb content. How many ways? Three, three. First one, watch, video. The reason why I love video is because I realize that it's the biggest leverage of time that you can possibly have. Because from a video, you can rip the audio, you can put it up as a podcast. So that's the second way is audio, is listening. Watch, listen. The third one is you could send that video to rev.com or you know, one of these other apps that effectively transcribe it. And you've got a full-blown blog that you can then put out onto your website. And you can even um, you know, you can voice note into your phone and you can send it to rev.com and get a full transcription back. So video gives you the opportunity, if you create it, to cut it up and repurpose it elsewhere without you having to do any more work on your particular social media channel. But if you can pick one of those three, they will all be successful. It's the consistency that works. Not everybody wants to be on video. Not everybody can talk on a podcast or feels comfortable doing that. You know, I often hear people saying, oh, I've got Facebook radio, I can't do that. You know, but it's like, doesn't matter. If you've got a message, you know your audience well enough, it will stand out. And I'm absolutely crap at writing. Um, I left school with two GCSEs and one of them I made a woodwork table in my, which sits in my parents' dining room. So it's like, the other one was maths. Um, but it's that whole thing of writing, if you're really good at it, blogs, Medium, LinkedIn will absolutely love you. So there's a channel for all of you to effectively pick and one style of content that you can effectively start to roll with to get the results that you want, which is going to be 
I would assume investors or finding deals or just raising your personal profile. All good on channels? So number three, the most important part, because what happens is, I often use slides in this sense where I talk about you know, Mark Zuckerberg on one slide. And Mark Zuckerberg technically controls most of the internet now, but I reference him as like Thanos, because if we've got any Avengers fans, as soon as he clicks his fingers, if someone comments in your Facebook group now, you know, if someone says something on social media or you say something, particularly over the, the period of the pandemic, everything got a little bit sensitive when it came to posting. Your group can be shut down, your page can be closed, your profile can be gone, and all of a sudden that lovely audience that you've built, your 5,000 friends or your 2,500 group, what happens? It's gone. So the third step is vital, which is lead magnet. So once we've built credibility with our audience and we've mastered one particular channel, we have to have a way to make sure that we move them from social media into your world and into somewhere where you own their data. And this is the really important part is a lead magnet is something that you exchange usually for an email address or potentially for a phone number. So I'll give you some examples and then you can start to think of your own. So I love a seven mistakes. So in my brokerage, we have a free download on our website, which is the seven mistakes that business owners and entrepreneurs make buying and investing in property. The seven mistakes getting corporate insurance. The seven mistakes buying personal life insurance. The seven mistakes that, you know, when you get your will or your estate planning and trusts done. So they're just simple four, five page eBooks that you could leverage or you can create. One of the reasons I've done quite well from social media, and this is where you don't know where it's going when you start. I wrote a book called The Self-Employed Mortgage Guide back in 2017 that became an Amazon bestseller. As Soon as I did that, my industry started asking me for help, saying, Gary, how are you doing your videos? How are you doing your content? And I started a podcast in March of 2019, and I started coaching my industry in March of 2019. So that launched a whole different business because I'd raised a profile in that particular niche the same way Kevin's done in serviced accommodation, that then meant my industry started asking me for help. So now I spend a lot of my time helping my industry generate leads, increase sales, and maximize profit in their business. Because my first 10 years, I made all the mistakes and basically felt emotionally and mentally trapped. So now I want to make sure that business owners or my, my advisors don't do exactly the same thing. So for them, for example, we've got a, a script that I use. We've got a lead magnet with regard to generating leads online. But the most important thing is a lead now is just a name and a number and an email address. Because there's a theory by Google called ZMOT, zero moment of truth. And maybe some of you can relate to this. But my wife wanted to buy a sofa recently. And what she did was she was going on DFS, she was going on Sophology, she was researching online, and you probably do this when you go on your holidays as well, as we're all allowed back out now and starting to go everywhere. You start doing seven hours of research in four different places before you even get to the point of actually you know, making an inquiry or looking at Trustpilot reviews or anything else. We're all researching. So you're all in that phase of you're aware of what you want to do. You're interested in what you want to do. But as you gain more knowledge, your desire to actually buy the product grows. So the idea of the lead magnet is to capture those who are interested but not ready to buy yet. But they're in that interested phase where you're becoming a bit of an expert, 
And if you give loads of free value, which is what your ebook does, or your guide, or your cheat sheet, or your template, whatever it is that you can offer to your audience, you know, seven mistakes, three ways, five steps to get, you know, making SA the most profitable thing that you can use in your property strategy, whatever it might well be, you know, five reasons why investors should invest in serviced accommodation. It's a great thing that you can leverage to your audience to make sure that they come to you to give you their money to invest in the property or in the area that you want to. You know, there's one that's just coming to my head is like the three gold mine areas in for serviced accommodation. You know, if you created that location orientated guide, you've immediately discovered an audience in that particular area. You can put it out in local Facebook groups in that particular area as your channel, and you've got something that they're going to really want to entice them to actually work with you that builds credibility and value to that audience. So the lead magnet is the ability to make sure that you can move people from socials into your world where you own their email address, you own their phone number, you can offer it up in the DMs, and you can just actually start to control the flow. Because there was research done online where 15% of your audience are ready to buy in the, no, sorry, 3% of your audience are ready to buy in the next 90 days. 15% of your audience are ready to buy in the next 180 days, 18 months, sorry. So if you think 18 months, if you're not getting people into your email list, you're not nurturing them, you're not building a relationship with them, that you become the expert. Because they might want to do it, they just don't know how yet. Or they might be saving their money, or they're waiting for something to mature to give it to them. Okay, so lead magnet is vital, and there's loads of different things you can create. So the fourth one is then, how do we turn our people who have downloaded our lead magnet into someone who wants to use you to help you build your business, build your service accommodation, build credibility. So the fourth one is conversions. What's the word? Conversions. Wonderful. So this is multiple different ways. No doubt, getting people on the phone is number one. As soon as you have a conversation with somebody, it's an absolute game changer. But you're limited in the time that it takes to have that conversation because there's only so many hours in a day you're already busy doing what you need to do to build your serviced accommodation business. So looking at a way in which you can move from one to one to one to many, you know, you've got Facebook groups now, you've got Facebook rooms, you've got webinars that you could potentially run, you've got events that you can potentially use. And once you've got an email address from your lead magnet, you've got the ability to promote that. Some people will go straight from your content, having seen it, and go straight to conversion. One of my best clients listened to about two episodes of my podcast, came to a half-day event that I was running, and has worked with me for the last two and a half years on building what is now a, a, a seven-figure insurance, uh, insurance and mortgage brokerage. So actually, people will skip steps, but you've got to think some people are left brain, some people are right brain, some people are fast action takers, others take a little bit more time. You know, some people want stats and numbers, others just want headlines, and it's just thinking about you're not going to be able to do all of this today. But if you can start over the course of the next 12 months or 10 months and do two months on each area, you're going to have an absolutely automated lead generation system over the course of the next 12 months that's going to consistently bring you what you want from your social media, from your content, from your marketing, and absolutely everything. So there's multiple different ways you can convert social media and 
your ebook downloads or whatever you create as an ebook into paying customers and paying clients. And that's the conversion side of things. So the fifth thing, which is most important as well, is follow up. What's the word? Follow up. So this is where I think it's really, really important. As I say, emails is a great way to follow up with your audience. Some people say emails are dead. They're definitely not. There's still plenty of open rates and opportunity. We've all got phones. We've all got emails on our phone, no doubt, in some way, shape, or form. Outlook or Gmail or whatever it is. They could go into spam, but you'll have an opportunity to, you know, to work through that with the right softwares. There's loads you can potentially use. But this is where it's good with social media and the consistency of social media. Because if someone does download, the more credibility you have from the channels and from the lead magnet, the follow-up then becomes automated because they start to see your content more readily on those channels. You're able to remarket to them if you wanted to get to the point of leveraging Facebook ads or Google ads or anything on those. If most of your clients or potential opportunities or leads are gonna take 18 months to convert, how can you maintain a relationship with them for long enough that they don't wanna go anywhere else? What's the way in which you can continually do it? Keep finding people every one, two, three, four months is impossible. But having them in a community or having them in an email database or having someone on your team who does the touch points, whatever it might well be, depending on the size of your business, is a great way to maintain that relationship. Because if you're front and top of mind at all times, you're going to be able to get huge amounts of results with building that relationship for the long term. So the final thing that brings this all kind of to a close in relation to the five steps, audience, channels, lead magnet, conversion, follow up. The biggest thing that's going to work for you on social media is the content that you produce. So if you can think of and write down key problems that your audience make or face, so problems, some of them, for example, and this is the real simple method of what I started with in 2016. How much deposit do I need for my mortgage, Gary? Can I get a mortgage with one year's accounts? You know, I, I'm big thing we're seeing at the moment is people spending and gambling or online, you know, online um, subscriptions. You know, all these kind of things that are problems for people in your world. You're probably having conversations or going out and viewing properties on a day-to-day -day basis making your audience aware of those problems is the fastest way to build credibility. Because off the back of that, you can provide a solution. So in marketing, people move one of two ways. They either move away from pain or towards pleasure. Weirdly, we're all psychoed up to, to move more away from pain than we are towards pleasure. So you have to share two sides of the coin. Problems is a key way of doing it, but also sharing solutions and outcomes to get results from it. One to two minute videos, you know, 300 word posts, 60 second reels or TikToks, and you can repurpose across all. YouTube Shorts is coming in now. So if you do a reel, you could then put that onto TikTok and onto YouTube and say, focus on one particular thing that works for you. But when it comes to problems and solutions, there's a little step further that you can go with deeper with problems. Because a problem in my world, to give you an example, is a business owner who lives in their personal overdraft. Oh yeah, but it's fine, Gary. I've got all the money in my business account. 
Yeah, but the lender is not looking at your business account. The lender is looking at your ability to pay your residential mortgage, for example. So the mistake is actually leaving the money in the business and not paying off your overdraft because you've got to be able to substantiate your current standard of living. You know, so actually, if you go a, deep, a layer deeper, you can talk about problems are almost the problems they're facing now, but the mistakes are the, the problem, the, what they've done in order to make, create that problem. So talking about mistakes that people make when choosing their serviced accommodation property, when going out and viewing their property, when investing with the wrong person in gold mine areas, you know, that's almost pre-telling them what the problem's gonna be should they make that mistake. And again, it's a real, real easy way to build credibility very, very quickly that you become the solution for as well. Because you want them to be able to invest with you. You want them to be able to you know, leverage your skills, your services, and you're the ones with that knowledge that's gonna make it easy for them you know, to invest or to get the, the portfolio that they ultimately want. So problems, mistakes, solutions, the final one is aspirations and wishes. You know, so solutions are very much here and now. Problems are very much here and now. Mistakes are things that they've potentially done in the past. So you can go a step further and start talking about aspirations, dreams, wishes, and thinking about future pacing, where they ultimately want to go or where they want to get to. So selling that dream outcome of what working with you is like, of what having a property portfolio, the time that they're gonna save having to do X, Y, and Z. If you build all of that into your strategy, it can be a great way just to leverage time, but you're facing these things on a day-to-day -day basis. If you're having the right conversations, even cheekily, you'll be seeing this stuff in the Facebook group. You'll be seeing this stuff when people post online. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, and you might think, oh yeah, but someone else has done that piece of content. Someone else has spoken about that. But actually, that's what makes it really easy for you to be able to put your own spin on that, to put your own personality into it. Because the thing that differentiates you, know, you on social media is you. You could all right now do exactly the same piece of content, exactly the same headline, hook, but I guarantee it would sound different, it would look different, it would read different, it would feel different because you're all individual peoples. And people like you will buy from you. So it doesn't matter what's already out there, your audience is building because of who you are, because personal brand is the power now on social media, because people will just want to leverage you more than the person who's sitting next to you, potentially. So that would be my key top tips to, to getting started on social media, to making sure that you maximize your time, to make sure that you really just focus on one thing, you know, they often talk in marketing sense, it's one message, one channel, one landing page, one ebook. Start developing that for your business and you'll be able to turn audience into leads and you'll be able to not spend your life on social media, you'll be able to spend 30 minutes a day just talking to that one specific person and it really, really will simplify the process for you. Thanks very much. That was fantastic, Gary. Thank you so much. So in terms of people um, who are listening on the podcast, reaching out to you in order to connect or, you know, what would be the best uh, means for them to reach out to you personally? 
Yeah, so any social media channel, top tip for everybody, make sure you have the same name as much as you can on your socials. So I'm at Gary Das on all social media channels. Um, if you can get that consistent, then it's just an easy way for people to find. Okay, fantastic. Round of applause, everyone, for Gary Das. Thank you for listening to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. You can also follow me on social media and YouTube by searching The Property Soldier. Also check out my website, www.propertysoldier.co.uk, where you can learn even more about property investing and serviced accommodation. 